Welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside, and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow other people to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not only to yourself, but the people around you too. The Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight and bring some positivity into your day. So welcome to this episode for young people and of course the young at heart. Great to have you here. Last week, if you were tuned in, we talked about control, the need to be in control. It's part of our driving force, part of one of our six human needs that we have to meet. What happens when we don't feel in control and when we try to control other people? And we talked about what happens when we feel controlled by other people. More importantly, how can we get back to our control in a way that's positive for us and the people we're with? If you missed the episode, please go back and take a listen. This week, we're talking about a different way of some young people and older people also trying to meet the needs of their driving force, especially the needs of significance and being the centre of attention and attempting to control the people and events around them. If you've been listening to the Spot to Your Success for a while or read the blogs, you'll know by now trying to do that is a totally futile exercise. We have absolutely no control over people or events, what people say, what people do, how people feel. Remember that, right? You've met Bob. Yes. Okay, good. If you haven't met Bob, please go to the Back on Track Teens website and go to the blog and download a copy of Bob. Today's episode, been inspired actually by behavioural patterns that I've been noticing consistently showing up in the young people that I've been working with, both on an individual level and groups that I've been working with in schools and clubs and families, etc. that I've got to go and visit. It seems to be particularly rampant in our kind of nine and ten year olds, probably younger than that, but that's not who I've been working with recently, which means that you, if that ever was you, have most likely grown out of it by now and just in case you didn't realise you were doing it or it still shows up for you on occasion, I thought it would be a great thing to shine the light on in this spark to your success so that you can ditch these habits and become an amazing success. But of course you are. What on earth is it that I'm talking about? I hear you cry. I'm talking about that actually. Crying. In this case, more specifically, crying wolf. Now, because you are young people and it relates to an old story, I'm not going to make the assumption that you know what that phrase means. For my young at heart listeners, you most likely do know that story and it's always good to be reminded. So, are you sitting, standing, driving or walking comfortably? Let us begin. One of Aesop's famous fables, The Boy Who Cried Wolf. A boy called Peter lived with his parents in a village on the hillside. His parents, like most other people in the village, were sheep farmers. Everybody in the village took turns to look after the sheep and when Peter was 10 years old, he was considered old enough to take his turn at sheep herding too. But Peter was 
all too easily bored and he found it so tiresome being on the hillside with only sheep for company. So he'd find ways to amuse himself, running up rocks, climbing trees, chasing sheep, but nothing really kept him amused for very long. Then he hit upon a brilliant idea. He climbed to the top of the tallest tree and started shouting towards the village, Wolf! 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 One of the villagers heard him and got all the other men together and armed with axes, hoes and forks, they ran out of the village to chase away the wolf and save their herd. Of course, when they got there, they merely found Peter perched high up in a tree, laughing and the sheep grazing peacefully. They were very annoyed with him. That night, Peter got a spanking from his mother. Sorry, that was back in the days when you could spank your children. <laughs> As an aside, please don't do that now. And was sent to bed without any supper. For a while, life went on again as normal and people forgot about the incident. Peter managed to behave himself whenever it was his turn to mind the sheep. Until one day, he got really bored again. He picked up some sticks and running through where the sheep were grazing, he started hitting the sticks together and shouting, Wolf! 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 Sure enough, somebody in the village heard and before long, the men all came running up the hill, armed with their sticks and axes and hoes and shovels, ready to chase away the big bad wolf and save their sheep and the poor shepherd boy. Imagine their consternation when they arrived in the field to see their herd grazing peacefully and Peter sitting on a big rock, laughing uncontrollably. That night, Peter got a good telling off and even better spanking from his mother and was again sent to bed without any supper. For a few days, people in the village went around moaning about Peter and his tricks, but before long, things settled down again and life resumed its normal, uneventful course and Peter had to do his turn at shepherding again every now and again. He decided he should behave himself. He really didn't want to upset everybody all the time and he especially didn't want another one of his mother's spankings. Then, one afternoon, when Peter was in the fields with the sheep, he noticed some of them were getting nervous. They started bleating and running hither and thither. Peter didn't know what was the cause of this strange behaviour. Sheep were running all over and making an even louder racket. He got worried and decided to climb a tree so he could see what was going on. He balanced on a sturdy branch and looked around. What he saw almost made him fall out of the tree. There was a great big hairy wolf chasing the sheep, biting at their legs, snapping at their tails. For a few seconds, Peter was speechless. Then he started shouting, Wolf! 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 In the village, an old man heard the shouting. Oh no, not that Peter again, he said, shaking his head. What is going on? And cried another villager. Is that Peter again? He just can't help himself. That boy needs to be the centre of attention all the time, said another. Wait till his mother gets a hold of him, added yet another. Nobody believed that this time there really was a wolf and nobody got their hoe out or their axe or their shovel. All the sticks were left in the sheds and nobody brushed up the hillside. It wasn't until very much later that afternoon that the boy sent to take over the sheep herding from Peter found dead sheep's body strewn all over the hillside and Peter still up there in his tree whimpering that the villagers found out there really had been a wolf this time. 
At last, Peter learned his lesson that if you always tell lies, people will eventually stop believing you. And then when you're telling the truth for a change, when you really need them to believe you, they will not. I hope you enjoyed the story and got the moral of the story really clearly because what I'm seeing and hearing is like really bothering me a lot these days. And maybe I'm just noticing a lot because I'm super sensitive to it right now, but I'm consistently seeing more and more young people becoming habitual Peters. <laughs> That's a kind way of saying habitual liars. And I know that sounds a bit harsh and you might call it, oh, they're just little white lies or just telling tales or in some cases sticking up for yourselves but playing the blame game when it's not true just to get someone in trouble or to be the centre of attention a little like Peter and get sympathy or to try and control a situation while it's still telling a lie pretending to be the victim distorting what really happened and deleting some of the truths just to be the centre of attention gain sympathy or control a situation while it's still lying. Making false or exaggerating accusations to get someone in trouble just so you can get revenge or not have to do something or just so you get that feeling of like, ha ha, ha ha, I've got them in trouble, I feel smug. It's still lying. Crying wolf is what it is. Miss, she just pushed me. Miss, he just called me fat. Miss, he licked his tongue out at me. Miss, he just hit me. All examples this week of crying wolves just because they wanted to be the centre of attention or get somebody in trouble. Those things actually have happened just in this last few days. Here's one that bothers me a lot more that I just really want to bring some attention to because it concerns me of the consequences of these things happening if for you or for somebody you know doing this accusing a friend or a grown-up of abuse or bullying or inappropriate behavior when they do or say something you don't like just so you can throw an accusation to get them to be scared and back off when it's not true yes is still a form of crying wolf I remember years ago, a young lady who used to come to one of the clubs that we were running uh, a long, long time ago that accused one of the volunteers of touching her inappropriately. The consequences of that were just horrendous, even to the point of the police got involved and it went to court and in the end... It was not true. It was found out to be not true. But you know what? Sometimes mud sticks and it's really hard for the person who has been accused to shake that off their character. What's heartbreaking for me is when I witness those behaviours because I absolutely know that each and every child and young person who does this is the most amazing young person. Can I say that again? Because I know that sounds a little bit odd, but every single young person or child who does these things, makes false claims and accusations or cries wolf, is the most amazing young person. 
is just an amazing young person who feels undervalued or not cared about, feels less than, or they feel not in control of their world. It feels unsafe to them in some way. It's that passive-aggressive controlling behaviour that we talked about in last week's podcast. What concerns me, though, is that when you do this, especially if it's become a habit for you or you're noticing this about somebody around you, is that it does have often unforeseen and unintended consequences for the people involved. That's a really bad thing for everybody. Okay, you're not going to be eaten by a wolf, but making accusations that are not true, even though they might feel good in the moment, could seriously come back to bite you, pun intended. Besides the impact that it has on the person that gets into trouble, which is not a nice thing when you're on the receiving end of that, if and when it becomes clear that you or the person that you know was not telling the truth, especially when it's not the first time, wow, this looks really bad on you or them. Any trust or credibility that you or they had instantly flushed down the toilet. No one wants to be around somebody who would do that because like, well, they can't be trusted. You wouldn't want him to do it to you, would you? So why would you hang out with somebody like that? So people start to reject them just like Peter wasn't believed <laughs> and had to spend the time up the tree whimpering by himself and suffered the consequences. If something really does happen to you, like Peter in the story, nobody believe you. And that's what's tragic about this whole crying wolf thing. And what if something actually really did happen and nobody believed you or the person that you know who does this and gosh, it doesn't even bear thinking about, does it? So what to do if that's you or somebody you know that's like this? Decide right now that you will be the one who stops trying to be a victim and instead becomes a visionary. Imagine that, go from victim to visionary. Be the one who can see how it goes when the lies get out of hand and decide, that is not who I am. That is not who I am. I'll be the person who's bigger than that and walk away rather than accuse because that's the coward's way and it has negative consequences. Say nothing when there's nothing to say or tell the truth when the truth needs to be told. Stand up for those who are falsely accused and become a hero and a role model for what's right. That means you get to build a reputation for being authentic, congruent in your words and actions. And remember, actions do speak louder than words. And have good integrity in your character. They're so important as you get to live your life and become leader of your own life. When you tell the truth, you can't get found out. That's what I love about it. It's so much easier because you haven't got to remember what version of the story did to tell because there's only one version and that's the truth. So decide to stop being a bully and become a beautiful, bright and bold backer of what's right. Building people up, bolstering their self-worth and bettering your little corner of the world. You are an amazing human. <laughs> Let the world see your brightness in the good that you are able to bring into this world. And if this is not you, but it is somebody that you know, please do share this podcast with them. Share this message with them. Let them know they are an amazing human being. <laughs> and we just want to see 
them shine brightly too. You've been listening to me, TJ Dow, on this The Spark to Your Success podcast. As always, do get in touch with your comments or your questions or your stories about how you changed or somebody you know, of course. You can contact me either via the website at www.backcontractteens.com or email me directly at tjtwejay at backcontractteens.com. And if you're enjoying the series, please remember to share them with your friends, point them in the direction of the spark to your success and um, go on, leave a positive comment on the podcast site, whether that's Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening to this today. So until next week, go shout the truth rather than cry wolf. Bye for now.